There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. It's Thursday, and the week is rapidly winding down. We've had some pretty good thunderstorms today here. And uh, my family, my children especially, love watching the thunderstorms. And so we go out on the back porch until we feel it's unsafe. We're out watching the storms tonight and what mighty storms they were. The Lord gave us safety coming back from the house of God. Come over Timmins Mountain in the fog and the pouring rain, the trees down. And the Lord protected us. The Lord was our helper. And the reason I say that is because in our text in Psalm 55, where we'll be today, in verse 8, he said, I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. And we saw a windy storm and a tempest today. And so what a blessing it is to know that we're under the safety and the shelter of Almighty God. Now, as we go to the week ahead, uh, I would like to let each of you know that we're going to have some guest preachers. we got many men coming in for the Black Creek Baptist Youth Week. And I don't know if I'm going to have time to record every day. we got morning services. we got evening services. Um, I have to take a group of them into the World War II Museum on Tuesday. And then we also have choir practice. We have sword drills. We have other special events going on. And so if the Lord will allow us, I'd like to have some other men take time to preach on here. And we'll do that in the Black Creek. We'll have some folks right here on the uh, on the microphone preaching to you. And so we'll just see what the Lord will do next week. But until then, I'd like to continue in Psalm 55. It's where we left off last time. Forgive my voice. My allergies are just through the roof right now. I'm not sure what's going on, but uh, my sinuses, my voice are greatly affected. And so I certainly hope you can hear me well. Psalm 55, to the chief musician on Neganoth, Masculine, a Psalm of David. Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my supplications. Now, there's two words here that we see that are usually key words in Messianic Psalms. Every time we see the psalmist asking the Lord to give his ear to him, it's not always a Messianic Psalm, yet continually we see Jesus Christ through Scripture, and he asked the Father to turn his ear to him. He asked the Lord that he would incline his ear to give ear, and then not to hide thyself from my supplication. Again, we see Jesus Christ often mentioned with that word supplication throughout the Scriptures. And so it's just a little bit of a clue. And then we go deeper into the scripture, we'll see more of Jesus Christ and we'll see the prophecy. But now again, he's in the first person speaking. And that's one of those things that uh, it's hard for a novice to understand. It's hard for a seasoned person to understand. But Jesus Christ himself is speaking to the prophet David here. He's prophesying of himself. He says, attend unto me and hear me. I mourn in my complaint and make a noise because of the voice of the enemy. Because of the oppression of the wicked, for they cast iniquity upon me, and in wrath they hate me. 
And that's one of those things that you look, when did they cast iniquity upon him? Well, there's a couple of places, but we see it in the New Testament where they accused him of being a sinner. Even the chief priest, that he, that he was a child of Beelzebub, and he worshiped the devil. There's other places they accused him of being a liar, and uh, they denied that he was the son of God. They cast that iniquity upon him. Now, the difference uh, between Isaiah 53 and here is in Isaiah 53, the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He laid iniquity upon him. But the word of God says here, they cast iniquity upon him. What does that mean? It didn't stick to him. It didn't apply to him. He could not become sin. And that's one of the misnomers. It's, it's often misquoted, misused because of bad songs, bad doctrine. He did not become sin for us. He was made to be sin for us. And that means something that uh, existed was taken and and God did something that's never before done with that which was which was created. And God made the Son of God, Jesus Christ, to be sin for us. And there, then he laid the iniquity of us all, he laid it on Jesus Christ. Well, here the wicked are casting it upon Jesus Christ, just like you would cast something into somebody's teeth, just like you would cast insults, just like you would cast, as, as we know of Shimei, he cast the cursings at David. Well, here it is the same thing here. They cast iniquity upon him. If thou be the son of God, they called him all kinds of names. They called him all kinds of things, yet he was Jesus Christ. And so we see this comes now to where we understand a little bit more about this psalm. He said, the oppression of the wicked, for they cast iniquity upon me, and in wrath they hate me. How much did they hate him? They said, give unto us Barabbas. They wanted a murderer. And they wanted him turned loose. They wanted Jesus Christ crucified. That's how much they hated him. He said, my heart is sore pained within me, and the terrors of death are fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come over me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. Now, again, I'm going to go to a familiar passage we've used many times on this particular podcast. It's in Psalm 116, and this is what the Word of God said. He said, the Lord preserveth the simple. What is Psalm 116, 6? I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul. Now, why does he need to return unto his rest? Because fearfulness and trembling are come upon him. He's not at rest. For the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee, for thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. And so again, we see prophecy of, of Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 5, we'll probably use this on tomorrow's podcast again. Uh, if we don't do it tomorrow, it'll be on Monday's podcast, but Hebrews chapter 5. And, and again, speaking of Jesus Christ, and he said on this wise, he said, In the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death, and was heard, and that he feared, though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And so he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. What is that suffering? It's where his heart is sore pain. The terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror. Can you imagine the horror, the awfulness? Horror is such a strong word. But he said horror has come upon him. Psalm 18, again, a passage we've used many times, the sorrows of death in verse 4, compassed me, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. 
the snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. So again, we see in this passage, we see Jesus Christ. We see him for the fearfulness and trembling. The horror hath overwhelmed me. And I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then would I fly away and be at rest. Lo, then would I wander far off and remain in the wilderness, Selah. And he goes on then in verse 8, says, I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. Destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongues, for I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go about in the walls thereof, mischief also and sorrow in the midst of it. Wickedness is in the midst thereof. Deceit and guile depart not from her streets. For it's not an enemy that reproached me. And this is what's interesting. It wasn't an enemy that reproached Jesus Christ. Yes, there are vile men in the streets. It ceases not day and night. Men love darkness rather than light. Their deeds are evil. But it wasn't an enemy that reproached me. Then I could have borne it. He said, neither was it he that hateth me, that did magnify himself against me. Then I would have hid myself from him. But what did he say? But it was thou, a man mine equal, my guide, and mine acquaintance. And so who is it he's speaking of here? Well, if you're David speaking, it's Ahithophel. It's Bathsheba's grandfather. That one that counseled with David, that one that labored with David, that one that David oversaw David's mighty men and saw it as it wasn't the oracles of God, yet he turned on David and sided with Absalom, finally ended up getting his affairs in order and went out and hanged himself when he saw that his counsel was not followed. And it was David's very familiar friend, but in the person of Jesus Christ, we know it's speaking of Judas. That one that betrayed him, his own familiar friend, that one that he went to the house of God with. For he said, it was thou a man, mine equal, my guide, mine acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked into the house of God in company. Can you imagine Jesus Christ walking into the house of God with Judah and Judas holding the bag? And yet Judas turning his back on Jesus Christ for 30 pieces of silver, suffering him to be taken, suffering him to be captured, suffering him to be taken in the garden just for 30 pieces of silver. That's the grief that he had to bear. That's the sorrow that he bore in his body. He said, let death seize upon them and let them go down quick into hell for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. The reference there I'm going to look at is in Psalm 109 when he speaks of those very things. They have rewarded evil for good, in verse 5, and hated for my love. Set thou a wicked man over him, and let Satan stand at thy right hand, at his right hand, rather. When he shall be judged, let him be condemned, and let his prayer become sin. Let his days be few, and let another his awe take his office. Who's he speaking of there? Well, Peter said in the book of Acts, he talked about that bishopric given to another. That was Judas's bishopric. It was taken from him. It was given to another. Jesus Christ himself said, let death seize upon them. When did death seize upon Judas? It seized upon him when he hanged himself, just like a hit fell, hanged himself. He fell headlong, his bowels gushed out. He said, let them go down quick into hell, for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. The house of Judah is a condemned house. It's a damned house. Why? Because of his great sin that he sinned. Verse 16, as for me, I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many with me. God shall hear and afflict them, even he that abideth of old, Selah. 
Because they have no changes, therefore they fear not God. He hath put forth his hands against such as be at peace with him. He hath broken his covenant. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet were they drawn swords. So again, we see a transition here. He's speaking prophetically. He's speaking of that one which is to come, but now we speak of that man with that smooth talk, that yet he speaks war. Now he's speaking of that man of sin again. And so we transition from Jesus Christ, the sufferings of Jesus Christ. We see the betrayal of Jesus Christ in Judas Iscariot. And then we see him transition to that man of sin, that son of perdition. For he says, cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. But thou, O God, shalt bring them down into the pit of destruction. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in thee. Now we see that in the book of Revelation. And the book of Revelation deals with that man of sin, deals with that son of perdition. In verse 1, he says, I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horn ten crowns, and upon his heads the names of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, and his seat, and great authority. We talked about it in Ezekiel 28 the other day. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshiped the dragon, and notice this, which gave power unto the beast. Who gave power to that man of sin? It was the dragon. And then we see the judgment that's reserved for the dragon. We see the judgment that's reserved for the beast. We see the judgment that is reserved for the false prophet. Jesus Christ himself is going to take them. In verse 19, I saw the, of chapter 19 of Revelation, I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him, to sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and that's the reference here in Psalms. And with him, the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he had deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image, these boats were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with brimstone. Verse 10 of chapter 20, the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. You say, what does that have to do with our text? Well, he told us on this wise. He said, he hath put forth his hands against such as be at peace with him. He hath broken his covenant. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but the war was in his heart. His words were soft than oil, yet were they drawn swords. In verse 23, but thou, O God, shalt bring them down into the pit of destruction. There's the pit that he speaks of. It's the lake of fire. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in thee. So two-part prophecy, two-fold prophecy fulfilled. First, we see Jesus Christ. We see the betrayal of Judas with Jesus Christ. We see the sorrow that Jesus Christ bore over the betrayal of Judas. 
But then we also see the judgment that falls. We see the damnation that falls. We see Jesus Christ, who is Lord of lords. He is King of kings. He does reign righteously, and he pours out righteous judgment upon Judas and upon his seed, his posterity. And then when that man of sin comes to power, Jesus Christ will destroy him with the word of God. And he and the false prophet will be cast into the lake of fire. And that old serpent, the devil, will be cast in the lake of fire where the beast and the false prophet are. They'll be tormented day and night forever and ever. What a wonderful promise from the Lord. I pray you have a great day. We look forward to preaching tomorrow on the podcast as we continue in the Messianic Psalms. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning And he longs to return to the Lord As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manassa Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption calleth not. Now the angels of God are rejoicing for the promise.